Dear listeners, Sairam. We now bring you part two of our program, Vahini Satsang. Today's episode was first aired on the 22nd February 2018 as part of Thursday Live programs on Asia Stream of Radio Sai. This program was hosted by Bishu and Sai Prakash of Team Radio Sai. EHV is nothing but a reflection of Sanatana Dharma. Yes. So if we can package EHV into schools in India, and I don't think all schools are using it, then it will develop uh, the next generation uh, more conscious. They'll become more conscious of Sanatana Dharma. And Sanatana Dharma also, like even in, in, in our schools, in our university, it, we have a Catholic outlook. We, we, we don't say that uh, our, our students who pass out, they're, they're as good as uh, anyone else in, in singing carols. And, and understanding what what is the philosophy of Jesus, they are very good in singing kawalis. Like they they know they have a very broad outlook about everything, every religion. If you yes. see, oh, I am sold. Tolerance is really sold on. I, I myself <laughs> love so many Christmas carols. It's, it's, yes. it's, they, those yes. those that thing of narrow mindedness, yes. that parochial thinking, never comes in our in in what Swami teaches all of us. Yes. So since you brought that up, if I may add that, please. Uh, um, I think we discussed this that I have poured over the Bible and the Gospels and I've broken it down and I was trying to do a comparison between Swami's teaching and uh, Sanatana Dharma um, and Christianity and uh, I'm of the opinion humble opinion that Jesus's core teachings were all Vedanta there's no difference between a lot of what Swami were talking about and w- what Jesus taught it was Vedanta and how did it become Vedanta because he spent 18 years in his formative years in India, India yeah. learning in Puri, learning in Haridwar, Rishikesh, uh, learning in Gaya and learning from Jains and Buddhists and from uh, the Himas mo- monastery. So he's, got, he's been steeped in that. So the, the reflection, reaction, resound of that is uh, so-called what they term as Christianity. But if you talk enlightened Christians, they basically say, look, we understand this has been drawn from Buddhist and Hindu principles or Sanatana Dharma. So now, whatever came out of Christianity also has drawn its roots from Sanatana Dharma. So when Swami talks about Sanatana Dharma in uh, the uh, Vahini, essentially he's talking about that being the oldest and the and yes. the foundation and the genesis for everything. Yes. And everything has followed suit from that. And whatever is broken away, and that comes to the continental shift theory. If you look at the map of the globe, Yes. You can see that the countries and continents are actually were one piece yes. initially. They drifted away. We call it Jambudipe. When yes. we do uh, our worship, I don't know, when we do our worship, whenever yeah. we have a start of a worship, yes. we do a sankalpam. That what, who am I, where am I? Yes. So in that we say, Jambudipe Bharatakhande. Means Jambudipe is supposed to be the, 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 the biggest uh, landmass which is together. Yes. So we say we are from that. Yes. That is from where we came. Yes. Hmm. And if you read the old, uh, the Bhagavatam, it talks about the eight quarters. And the eight quarters where? Where were the eight quarters? The eight quarters where the land mass is eight quarters. So, I, I'm, I'm not sure what a lot of research has been done, but if you look at the timeline and you look at a number of the discoveries that have been made and the dating that has gone on with respect to some of the old structures and temples and practices, it goes back thousands and thousands oh, of yes. years. And Swami talked about that. He's saying the Western concept is that it's only a few thousand years. In fact, the Old Testament dates it about 4,500 years, 2,500 BC. Yeah. 
But we know for a fact that way beyond 2000, in fact, some of my pilgrimage today yes. in the last two weeks was to some temples which date prior to the Krishna era. Oh yeah, uh, to the onset of Dwa, of, of uh, Kali Yuga from Dwapara Yuga, goes back five thousand three hundred years. Some of the temples that I visited were where Jatayu got uh, moksha, where uh, Lord Rama had walked, and uh, NASA has got uh, evidence of photography taken of the bridge which existed. Yes. Yes. So these go back thousands and thousands of years, and so Sanatana Dharma predates the four thousand five hundred years, okay. uh, way back. So there is, I don't think, in my mind at least, there's any dispute about that. And you look at some of the more enlightened Western researchers, they have looked at all of these issues connected to the development Just of Christianity. Just to add to your point, Varaha yeah. Avatara. Varaha Avatara is supposed to be the oldest. One of the oldest. Oldest yes. Avatara. Yeah. And then uh, the, the story goes that Varaha on its tusks, it lifts the earth. And the earth is circular. Is, is a sphere. Yes. Is yes. a sphere. Yes. And Copernicus or uh, Galileo, they did it in 15th century AD, I think. Let me embellish what you just said. The mm. Navagraha also talk about no, the planets. Yes. So how did they know about the planets thousands and thousands of years ago? Oh yeah. Just to add to you the beauty of Navagrahas again when you got this point in the Navagrahas we have something called Rahu and Ketu. They are not yes. planets. Yes. yes. They are just transition points. Yes. And they are just the points where the axis of uh, earth around the sun and the axis of moon around the earth where they bisect the two points the north point and the south point they are called Rahu and Ketu. With that knowledge they were so precisely used to uh, predict uh, our e e eclipses. eclipses. Yes. They, and and they were very, very well aware about the different uh, ill effects or the positive yes. effects or whatever about about these eclipses. Oh, yeah. Even if, you know, Swami also, if whenever there's an eclipse, Swami, yes. I remember once in Bhajanal, Swami, just coming to Please. this point, Bhajanal Swami was once, uh, that, that evening was a lunar eclipse. Swami called, okay, what is it today? Uh, Swami, lunar eclipse. What will you do today? Tell me. So, this was some fasting. This Swami told, no, on lunar eclipse, lo uh, moon is mind. So, if you do any sadhana, any type of a japam or any type of a selfless act, it'll get manifold, it'll get multiplied manifold. So, mm -hmm. always do something positive, something good when, when there is an eclipse. So, this wisdom, what Swami was talking, mm -hmm. this is already, he told, I'm not mentioning this, this is already there in our shastras. It is and it has a scientific basis also because the body is 93% water. Yes. yes. So it affects. That's why the word lunacy comes from lunar. Lunar. Yes. Mm. Lunatic comes from that as well. The etiology of that word. So the body being water, it <laughs> the moon has an effect on it, just like low tide and high tide, and so the human consciousness also behaves in a different way and reflection. Um, but coming to the issue of uh, Christianity itself, when I when I talk, and I'm only bringing this up because Sanatana Dharma. I need to juxtapose that with the Western thought that Swami was referring to, if I may. Yeah, please. Um, the, uh, the Christian concept is looking outward. And I will qualify that. Looking outward for an answer. And the Christian concept also is taking the name. Okay. And that's the only way. There's no sadhana. If you look at the Sanatana Dharma concept, it is not taking a name alone. There are so many sadhanas that you have to perform and there are nine paths of devotion that Swami has yes. talked about. Um, you can take, choose any one of that. You can choose a combination of that. But there are so many mm. different prescriptions provided in the Vedas. And Sama Veda, for instance, Rig Veda on the rituals. You've got so many different paths and that's the key about Sanatana Dharma. It is spiritual democracy. <laughs> you can choose whatever you want. Yes. You can choose whatever you want, however yes. you want and yes. there's no one size fits all. Yes. But the Western concept is one size fits all. Yes. And that's the problem. 
And when I speak to some of the most educated people, their concept is, no, we don't believe in God because of all these problems that happen. Again, there's a rejection of the two fundamental prongs on which Sanatana Dharma is based on. One is cause and consequence. And the consequence results in reincarnation. Yes. And these are two concepts which have been debunked so much in the West that they have now created a barrier against the acceptance of Sanatana Dharma because their mind itself blocks it. So, if you reject the concept of cause and consequence and reincarnation, then you have no answers because you're body conscious. And yes. the concept for them is once the body dies, life dies. But in Sanatana Dharma, it carries it on because of vasanas and whatever yes. prarabdha you have got, it carries on uh, until you have fulfilled that, until you get moksha. Uh, but that moksha is not something that you can get just by a name. All those uh, Bhagavatam talks about uh, Aljira or Almaira, his name. Um, the the story of Narayana. Narayana. Yes. Oh, Ajamila. 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 Uh, I would don't want to go into the gory details <laughs> of that. But that makes a point. The mm. point is, even that is a way, Namasmaran. Yes. Namasmaran. And even if you didn't intend it, it still happens. But the Western concept is, unless you take that particular name, you're not going to get moksha. Mm. Liberation as they say. Swami is a very beautiful, what is that Swami tells, the, the two uh, of the ladder, the steps are the karma yoga. And the hmm. two uh, side, the Shraddha side bhakti. are no the, the bhakti and the jnana. So bhakti it tells synthesis of all the three together only yes. can lead you. You yes. cannot Fris have only one. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of people interpret Bhagavad Gita and Lord Krishna is uh, talking about the three paths of yes. jnana, bhakti, and karma yes. as individual paths. But yes. you can't have you them. Cannot. They're interconnected. Mm -hmm. They are interconnected. So I mean, just karma. like a sweet as a as a height, breadth, <laughs> yes, and volume. Yeah. You can't separate one thing from the other. Jnana yeah. <laughs> with bhakti leads uh, uh, yeah. in the performance of karma. Is Results yes, and uh, yes, uh, balance, and yes. that takes care of the tamasic and rajasic yes. aspects. Yeah. But it's so beautifully structured, but it's complex. Mm. So it is an investment of consciousness and life yes. to understand Sanatana Dharma. It's not something that you can just read and just get moksha. But the Western concept is that you just take the name, and you, unless you take the particular name, you don't reach wherever you have to go, wherever you want to go. Mm -hmm. Now, let me qualify that. But Jesus said, the kingdom of heaven lies within you. Within you. Yes. What did Swami say? He, he also said, said death Brahma is the dress of life. Yes. <laughs> death is a dress <laughs> of life. <laughs> which means that it's a dress you throw away and yes. you wear another yes. one. Yes. But Jesus said that, that know thyself. Yes. Yes. The kingdom of heaven lies within, within you. Within you. Unless you do unto the least of these. Yes. You do, you do not unto me. Or as you do unto the least, you do yes. unto me. Yes. What did Swami do? Sanatana Dharma is seva, yes. service. Sa Swami led from the front by feeding yes. people, clothing yes. people, yes. treating yes. people, educating people and yes. sheltering people. He did yes. everything. You know, even feeding, giving water to people, thirsty yes. people. That consciousness doesn't exist. And if it does, it's removed from the concept of uh, lifestyle. Yes. Mm. So the lifestyle is really taking that one name and following no other and not walking the walk and talking the talk. What did Swami say? Make your life my message. But Jesus also said the same thing. So, in my practice, I'm going to add that when I talk to many of my clients who are prisoners, because I wanted to make that correction in the introduction, yeah. I now practice criminal law. Criminal law, okay. Swami yes. put me in that specifically. <laughs> <laughs> Year and a half ago, Swami mm. himself put me in that. Mm. We'll talk about that some mm. other time. So, when I talk to my clients, who are, most of them are Christians and they're in jail for one crime or the other. When I asked them, how did you land up here? They said, I had nobody to mentor me. So, 
what do you believe in a higher power? Some of them say no, some of them say yes. So when I asked them, I said, who do you believe in? And if they take the name of Jesus and they say, I am a Christian by birth, I said, all right. So what about Christianity do you know? They don't know. Most of them have no idea. And when I asked them, I said, what does Jesus stand for? Most of them don't understand. So I said, he stands for what? And then I have to prompt them. I said, did he hate people or did he love? Oh, he loved. How did he love? He fed people. Okay, the fish and loaves. What else did he do? He cured the sick, cured the blind, cured the lame. What else did he do? He showed compassion. What else did he urge you to do? Serve people. He said, give away your wealth. But capitalism is based on Christianity, mm -hmm. but they talk about accretion of wealth. Yes. It's the contrary of what was being taught. So I asked them, some total of Jesus' life was what? He loved people and he walked the path of love. Ask them this, are you emulating what he did? And there is a negative answer. No. So I didn't know. I didn't read. Nobody told me. So they admit they haven't read it. So there's the problem. If a real devoted Westerner reads or any Indian Christian reads the Bible and really assimilates it in an analytical manner, they will be able to connect to Sanatana Dharma. Those who are ignorant of what the Bible teaches, although there are some contrary portions and Swami did talk about it, that a lot of parts have been accepted out, but you can still make out that reincarnation and karma there. Let me take yes. one of Swami's discourses. August 1st, 1981, Swami talked about Jesus curing a blind man and he talked about the ill effects of karma. Swami interpreted that and he gave the example of the blind man that Jesus cured which is one of the seven indications of karmic and reincarnation aspects discussed in the Bible, which were not accepted out. He cured a blind man, and I'm paraphrasing. He told him, um, I think one of his, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John, one of them went with him or Peter, and asked him, was this man born blind because of the sins of his parents or his own sins? Mark the word, he was congenitally blind. Mm. So he said, neither. Now, if there was no reincarnation, he would have said, there's no such concept as his crimes because he couldn't have committed anything because mm. he was born blind, right? Mm. He didn't. He said neither. So, you can infer that that was a concept which was very much vibrant then. He said, it is for glorifying heaven that he was born blind. Now, Swami has also cured people and done things to glorify his power, as he calls his calling cards, mm. calling cards. But that concept is missed by the Western world. That, that particular act indicates reincarnation, potential, and karmic consequence of his. Then he says, go forth and sin no more, lest a worse fate befall thee. And that's the discourse that Swami has, August 1st of 1981, when he talks about what happened to that man after he was cured by Jesus. Jesus met him just before his crucifixion. The same man whom he had cured and whom he had told go forth and sin no more. And he said, Master, you cured me and I get, got into the world of flesh and the world of liquor and I've ruined myself and he got leprosy. Mm. So the consequence that Jesus was referring to, that's the cause and consequence. That is karma, but it is ignored in the Western world. But now, of course, there's a consciousness building up. So coming back to that, I think we are ripe for importing all these concepts from the West mm. because we ourselves are ignoring them <laughs> ignoring, in the East. Ignoring this. Yes, yes. But I think as you are saying, all the enlightened uh, uh, 
masters in whichever religion like even if you take islam you know you have the sufis they so much resonate uh, with what is there in sanatan dharma with vedanta i think no, i think correct. i think in every religion you have whoever has spent time trying to understand the essence of what that master or prophet tried to communicate they obviously resonate with what is mentioned in the sanatan dharma because this is the source as swami says this is the mother in fact i am reminded of mark twain you know such beautiful uh, things that he has mentioned where he says that india is the cradle of the human race it is the birthplace of human speech the mother of history the grandmother of legends the great grandmother of tradition our most valuable and most instructive materials in the history of man are treasured up only in india beautiful i mean and you have him also say that india has 2 million gods and india worships all of them so when it comes to religion all other countries are paupers india is only a millionaire <laughs> oh, that's a very beautiful exposition by him but i i want to add one point that swami brought out yes. about the gods yeah hinduism and sanatana dharma is not a pantheistic religion yes it is a monotheistic yes there's only one god only one god, one god yes. yes but the it's like um It's like the same fabric can be painted in different ways. Yes. To give you different designs. Yes. Um, but it's the same fabric. It's, it celebrates diversity. It celebrates yeah. every opinion. It, it celebrates. As you told, spiritual <laughs> democracy. You, yeah. give, you give chance to everyone, whatever yeah. he wants to. That's precisely what it is. Yes. And yeah. Swami specifically mentions, I think it's yes. in Satya Sai Vahini, yes. specifically mentions saying, there's no one size fits all. I'm yes. paraphrasing him. He says that... Uh, it's been made for the most... Uh, for the... For the... Uh, for the hunter... the most basic lifestyle yes it's been made for the most complex uh you uh, educated person who thinks in a sophisticated manner so you can take a pick from that menu you yes. can decide which section of the continuum you want to jump in yes and then you can progress and according to your pace yes so i often give my uh, friends and colleagues who are interested in anything that uh, i might be able to add to their consciousness about analogizing to a branch with mango fruits or any fruit all of the fruit don't ripen at the same time yes they all ripen at different stages so it's like different components of sanatana dharma and you can pick where you want to go yes and then ripen at your own pace yes uh, there's no forcing whereas yes. swami very clearly mentions that in the west you have only that one way mm. and you have to choose only choose. that one name mm. and then uh, you're locked you're locked in yes. and you have no freedom of movement mm. and a lot of questions have come up in the west about why isn't this being answered why isn't that being answered why isn't death being answered why is all the shooting in schools what's oh, yeah. the cause of that mm-hmm. uh, why are people dying at a premature age why are children dying mm-hmm. yeah i remember i had some investor interesting conversations with lawyers trying to explain to them the reincarnation concept is the only explanation yes. that sanatana dharma has but they yes. don't buy it mm-hmm. they don't want to buy it because they're living in the maya they're living yeah. in the so called real world so to there has to be a certain receptiveness also for sanatana dharma to work and i think the fundamentals of that building block has to be put together by the mother then the children will be ripe enough when they come into the institutions yes. to pick up the threads from yeah. there I mean, to to understand these concepts you definitely need some training and that is the reason why swami uh, 
even before he started uh, uh, the educational institutions, the formal educational institutions, he started Balvikas right from the time the Satyasai organization okay. came into being. Balvikas started, I think, right right from sixties. Sixties. Yeah. So that, that because that is where because these concepts for you to get uh, settled for you to really f- first you have to accept them. Only then, later on, as you practice them, you will get a deeper understanding and insights. Because, you know, it is, as Aurobindo says, uh, what is uh, Sanatana Dharma? He says, it's an immense, many-sided and many-staged provision for spiritual self-building and self-finding. So, because, you know, it has, uh, you have to grow with it. So, I think that is the reason why all these things have to happen they have to be inculcated when people are there in their impressionable uh, age. And I think that is the reason why Balvikas is such an important uh, facet. And Swami, that's the reason why, you know, Swami spent so much of his time only with the students. I mean, if you see, I mean, a lion's share of his time, even though uh, when he was, quote-unquote, uh, quote very free, even then, then 90% of his time was for the students. Even when he became very busy, uh, I mean, in, in a worldly way, even then, when he had like 10 hours of his uh, time or 15 hours of his day for the students, he gave 90%. And when he had 4 hours of his time outside, even then 90% he gave to the students. It was always to the students. I think I think that is, uh, I mean, what uh, you were also mentioning that it is very important uh, that these things have to be inculcated at an early age and it can happen only through the mother. And that is, and, 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 and mother is the fundamental, <laughs> the, fund, the fundamental of, I mean, the mother of all the philosophy is Sanatana Dharma, the mother of Bharata is Sanatana Dharma and uh, and his mother India. It is mother India and it is mother which who has to communicate this to the next generation. There is yes. also one other important ingredient in uh, propagating Sanatana Dharma and uh, maintaining it. Do be say, Swami says. Yes. First we got to do. Yeah. We got to be that yes. and then we got to say it. Yes. But uh, we have a way of doing the other way around. We say. <laughs> yes. We don't do. And we don't be be at all. Mm-hmm. So that's a lack of leadership. Yeah. So if you want, I mean, to be if 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 you no no initially we talked about Mahatma Gandhi ji, you know, or Vivekananda. If you see or, or Shankaracharya or whoever, all these enlightened leaders, uh, um, or our great freedom fighters, say Tilak. If you see all these uh, souls, they were so steadfast in Sanatana Dharma. Or they had such strong grounding in Sanatana Dharma. It is because they saw their parents doing it. It is because they saw their mothers. Yes. It, it was not. Uh, it was not coming to them as a dictum from them. It was coming to them as an example in front mm. of them. I think that is the way you communicate. Yeah, and that is precisely yes. what I was yes. uh, hinting at. So, if parents are hypocrites, yeah, the so children are going to abandon Sanatana Dharma. Absolutely. And that was in <laughs> my case. It was. Uh, uh, it was true. Mm. When I saw hypocrisy, yes, and I think uh, so, Dr. Sundarayar, one of your students, yes. also talked about like what the Hindu gods are weapons in their hands, mm. and you know, uh, there's blood and Kali is holding a head. Nobody explains the symbolism of that. Yes, yeah. The symbolism is the head is the mind, and the sword is the yes. Viveka. The discrimination. And, uh, the discrimination. You cut the head, and the blood is yes. actually the impurities yes. falling off. Your kama krodha mo aloba maramatsarya mamaka amkara. Yes. That's what's dripping out. But uh, they look at it as revenge and mm. uh, you know killing. Mm. That's not what uh, Sanatana <laughs> yes. Dharma is about. It's completely alien to Sanatana Dharma. Although Bhagavad Gita was set in the midst of war, yes. but that was dharma. Yes. That was not. 
not war yes. for the sake of killing. Yes. Uh, and also it propounded the reincarnation yes. Uh, yes. Uh, principle and karmic principle as yes. well. So parents have to show the way. Yes. And also in the Satya Sai centers, also the office bearers have to show the way by leading yes. from the front yes. and becoming a reflection of the values that Swami yes. teaches so that people who are in the congregation are not all there at the same level. So they look at the leaders and they say, that's how I want to be. That's yes. how I should be. Yes. So it starts from home, goes into your work spot from the lessons that we have carried. And then we'll be able to speak as a strong bastion of Sanatana Dharma to other people and explain mm. that you've got the wrong idea. Yes. This is not about a bunch of idols. Yes. This is about focusing uh, yes. and meditating by looking at an object of yes. my choice. Yes. So then my mind is still to yes. understanding yes. the contours of divinity that I want to focus upon. And uh, Hindu uh, Sanatana Dharma is a spiritual democracy which offers me that pantheon of options yes. and diverse choices so I can make up my mind what I want. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> I think we have to... Uh uh, if if you are if you are coming to and I am tempted to yeah, add a small experience which yeah, yeah, I remember sure. which is yeah. a sweet experience but a very very profound what as as sir was telling about that focus inside not outside yes. Yes. we had a very sweet experience regarding this once uh, we were sitting in the bhajan hall just just to before we end this so bhajan hall uh, we around morning time it was 15 10 15 boys were there so swami used to come at 9 o'clock for bhajans so it was that day 8:35 suddenly he came in and he started talking to us very, very free, very jovial. What is your name? What you had breakfast? And all the way pulling everyone's leg. So, because somebody was so free and uh, one boy just got up and uh, we are sitting in the bhajan hall and you know, interview room is the other side. So, one boy just got up and told Swami interview room. So, Swami was like, he, 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 that flow, the torrent stopped. Swami told what? Interview room. He just looked at all of us. What? Interview room. All of us sort of nodded. Okay, Swami, because whatever you say having talk uh, have, have, having an audience with Swami in the interview room is always very special I had an interview with Swami somebody told okay go so even if Swami is actually talking to you outside that is not interview unless Swami calls you inside and Swami gives guarantees Swami called you, you inside and then spoke <laughs> to you it's very very special yes, somebody yeah. told okay go the way Swami told that uh, that enthusiasm we all like a li lightning flash just <laughs> got up and escaped into the interview room and then it was 8.40 I remember we made vantage points. We sat. I'll sit next to the chair. I'll sit next to the chair. Night. In, night 8. No, no, morning. morning early. Before bhajan. 9 o'clock is the bhajan starts. Right. So, 8.40 it was. And uh, two boys are left for because they were bhajan boys. So, they were feeling very bad. Oh, we, we lost this opportunity. So, we sat. We went inside. Oh, this is the chair. I'll be here. I'll be here. I'll do path seva. All, all, all sorts of things. All planning was going on. 8.40. 8.45. No, Swami. We, we, we are waiting for the door to open. Door is not opening. For the interview to begin. Interview to begin. Nothing <laughs> is happening. 8.55, nothing happened. 9 o'clock, we started feeling jittery. What is happening? We started sweating. I mean, your time is running out. Buzzes will what start. What is happening? Buzzes are starting and then first we started seeing, oh, this is a wall, beautiful. There's a <laughs> granite flooring. Oh, Swami's chair. Oh, all the letters will be kept around. There's beautiful photo of Swami and that window we used to see from outside. All we felt so nice about it. After 9 o'clock, we started feeling, what is this? Why are we here? <laughs> Swami was talking to us outside. What are you doing here? So, 9 became, then Ganesh Bhajan started. Second Bhajan, third Bhajan, fourth Bhajan, fifth Bhajan. And that's all. We were all, all sank. It was 9.25. <laughs> Swami took Aarti. Swami just walked out. 
and just went off and might be probably before going he told tell those fellows to go out so after swami retired some one one brother came and told now your time you can go out now so our interview was <laughs> the quote and quote interview was over yes so beautiful very beautiful message a very hard way but I, even now i feel I, i miss that beautiful opportunity to see swami and talk to him because he wanted that interview room that yes. is basically the wanted the external yes. want to tell that i am going to be in the interview room i yes. had interaction all you want is the interview room so yeah interview room is there go and sit there enjoy the interview room <laughs> enjoy the interview room it was room. like he gives you what you want what you want so it was so beautiful but uh, it was quite hard for us that time but when i think it's so yes. sweet experience it is swami yes. told okay you yes. want me or you mm. want the interview room where i am there <laughs> yeah. that is because of me the room has value because of me, <laughs> me yeah the creation has value because of me right. you want the creator or the creation <laughs> you want the creation go, go. enjoy the creation right. you won't find me you won't right. find me you we never found him at all after that that whole half an hour he didn't even open the door and didn't give even a glimpse to us Mm. there are only four boys sit, sitting outside mm. and sit, singing bhajan so no problem let it be four no problem let those 15 boys let them be inside so we had a fill of fill of the inter room for us but there's no value for because yes. we didn't have swami in the chair there yes an empty so room so it was a beautiful experience that you yes. want to have god focus fully on god don't think yes. of anything other than that like yes yes say so krishna sarjuna sorry dronacharya sarjuna the what bird. do you see yes. Yes. the bird i or the bird yes. so when swami is giving you something only swami Yes. because might be this is again we were we were little immature small whatever so that lesson was driven so yes. firmly that yes. i cannot forget it even that yes. that, that, that sitting inside and trying yes. to see initial excitement and after that uh, getting yes. into that is what swami is telling you we are all the time getting carried away by these pakodas pakodas <laughs> yes <laughs> brother i want to add one point which is relevant to today's uh, electronic age uh, cell phones and i'll make it uh, very quick swami said anything that you get is just information mm. but you have to have introspection too yes and it's that introspection aspect which is missing today for instance cell phones people are so immersed in buying the right model of cell phones that they do so much of research on it or a laptop so much of time is spent researching that or to go to a movie so much of time is spent on that how much of time is spent on actually reading on sanatana dharma how much of time is spent on analyzing the day and where we made mistakes where we improved ourselves swami specifically talks about that unless you have a barometer to aim for you have a goal to aim for and a barometer to check yourself where you are you're not going to improve so sanatana dharma by itself is not a magic pill it's a consciousness which is built up by seeking the information from the mother from the system and then doing a lot of independent introspection and research as well to buttress that into a package which is understandable for our journey yes and then try to improve on it as we go along and build up our consciousness yes then it will come to our rescue because dharma person who protects dharma will be protected yes, be by protected, dharma yeah. and that is the only way i mean so uh, we call it yoga of synthesis we, yes. you you choose the path you want or yeah. you choose a mixture of paths what you want yes, yes. i'm not telling that you like i told watered compartments only karma or this yes so synthesis yoga of synthesis swami calls it Yes. You choose whatever you want, and then yes. Yes. progress. Yeah, get yes. the inputs, yes. understand, yes. assimilate, yes. and then follow it. Yes, and there might be some rejections. Like for instance, what works for somebody with Murga may not work for somebody else who has Ganesha, or somebody yes. else with Shiva, or somebody with uh, Lord Vishnu, or somebody else with uh, Mahalakshmi. So you choose what you want, or Jesus, or yes. Buddha, or anybody. Yes. You know. So yeah. 
well <laughs> i know there sanatan dharma is an ocean by itself <laughs> we can go on talking about it <laughs> oh, oh, for any number of hours and we'll never be done with it but i just thought i will end with this you know sir dr arnold tonnebee you know the yes. famous uh, british uh, historian he very beautifully said that at this supremely dangerous moment of history the only way of salvation for mankind is the indian way yeah. and i think that is what somi was stressing all the time yes. uh, in his discourses uh, stressing on indian culture and spirituality and uh, whoever it was he was speaking to whichever country uh, um, group that he was speaking to he always stressed about uh, uh, the tenets of sanatan dharma and the indian culture and that's how you see whoever which from whichever country they are when once they sit in cyclone dal they are indian <laughs> they are and, and you can see the impact of that. you can see the impact of I, that uh, 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 Dr. Sanjay Sani and I yes. were talking yesterday and today about control of exams. Today, yes. where did these Russians, who told the Russians about Swami? <laughs> they can't yes. speak English, most of them. Yes. How did yeah. they know? Yes. How did the Chinese know? Yeah. I mean, how yeah. did the Indonesians know? Uh, yes. Most of them can't speak English fluently. Yes. So, yeah. there's that love for, yes. that curiosity. Yes. And they got that information and, They have yeah. acted upon that information. Yes. That information has led them and here. And they, the they have had that experience. That, that's the reason why that experience has come. I mean, that's uh, from from that faith, that information yes. uh, trans- converted itself into Transformation. faith. Swami calls it Shavana, Manana, Nidhyasana. These are the three yes. steps. Right. Yes. You take one step and I'll take a yes. hundred. Yeah. wonderful so thank you very much mr raj shivasan and brother bhargav so dear listeners i know uh, there is so much more and it'll it'll be beautiful you know if you could, you too can uh, ruminate on what we have discussed there are so many loose uh, threads that we uh, today uh, discussed you know you, you can pick up any thread that we have discussed and share your thoughts i know uh, you can ruminate on many ideas uh, that came up during the discussion please feel free to do your own shravanam mananam nididhyasanam do your own uh, contemplation and share your thoughts together let's walk this journey so that one day we can be what he wants us to be we can be that love that swami says is our swadharma that swami says is the way that will make us the true inheritors of Sanatana Dharma. So let us walk this path together. Please feel free as always to write to listener at radiosai.org. Thank you so much and with prayers and gratitude at his lotus feet for giving us this beautiful opportunity to ruminate on his timeless precious words. We bring this session to a close. Thank you so much. Saram. You just heard part two. of our program Vahini Satsang This episode was first aired on the 22nd February 2018 as part of Thursday live from Prashanthinilam on Asia stream of Radio Sai Global Harmony This program was hosted by Bishu and Sai Prakash of Team Radio Sai Thank you and Sai Ram <laughs>